San Francisco. This is Rochelle Rosegold. Thank you for tuning in to my show, Levels and Luster, where I combine innovative audio with communication to create social change. All right, all right. This is DJ Rochelle Rosegold in the mix, also known as Rochelle Cornelius. And in the studio right now, we have director of Giant Steps Music Nonprofit, Drew Foxman, and artist of Women Action Lab, Svevana Chekarian. And they're going to be talking a little bit about their mission and how they're involved with women empowerment issues and social change. So welcome to the show. Let's get some levels for you here. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rochelle. Thank Happy you. To be here today. Thank you for coming on the show. So what made you want to get into the nonprofit sector, Drew? Yeah, that's a great question, Rochelle. Uh, I've been doing this for a long time, so I'll have to think about it. The beginning story, it's uh, more than 16 years ago. But actually started, um, in fact, from my passion for music. Um, I was recently moved to San Francisco from Chicago, where I was doing uh, my undergraduate degree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I came out to uh, San Francisco and was just pumping every available dollar I had into seeing live music. Mm-hmm. Spent most of my time at Yoshi's and SF Jazz, kind of a jazz head at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually just went into the SF Jazz box office one day. And I said, hey, do you guys need any help? And I ended up getting a part-time job in the box office. A couple weeks later, the director of production asked me if I had any experience with production. No. You want to come help set up some shows? Sure. (laughs) Oh, hey, like, then it turned into a transportation gig. Um, So that was the beginning. I ended up becoming one of the first directors of education for SF Jazz by asking a question to the organization if they wanted my help. So what's the message or mission you're trying to embody with uh, Giant Steps Music? Well, really, I mean, what Giant Steps Music is about most fundamentally is uh, a belief, which now, you know, in the last 10 to 20 years is really backed up by a lot of scientific uh, evidence literature that music has so many powerful impacts to humanity, you know, Mm -hmm. from neuroscience and cognition Mm -hmm. to socio-emotional development to community building and engagement. So the real impetus behind the creation of Giant Steps Music is to help activate music's potential to create a better world for us all. Mm-hmm. And the way we chose to get started in our, our mission is, well, how are we going to create a better world with uh, music? Let's start with musicians. So the, the project we're working on now that Savannah's going to tell you about momentarily really comes about on the premise that musicians are going to be the greatest agents of change. So what we do is convene artists from all over the world, outstanding, amazing talent, working professionally, touring all over the world, recording, doing lots of different projects. Everyone we've ever worked with is doing four or five jobs at a time. And we give them an opportunity to step out of that, come meet and uh, like-minded musicians who, care th- who share this passion for doing good in the world, learn from each other and create brand new music. I know I do see this boom in studies that show the impact of music on the brain and the arts on the brain. And there's a lot of uh, colleges that are uh, putting out these music therapy degrees and people are getting uh, education and how to further that. So that's just amazing. And I'm just happy to be talking about this and having dialogue about it and exposing it to as many people, you know, in the world. What made you want to incorporate the world musicians into Giant Steps? I know that's a really unique quality. Oh gosh! Quality. Well, I think we need like a you know a two to three hour 
<laughs> uh, tiny desk or some sort of uh, fresh air kind of concept for that. But to, you know, to distill it down a little bit, I mean, the whole idea of world music was invented in the Western world. Not in the U.S., but U.K. originally. Marketing professionals <laughs> and music industry professionals tried to create a concept to describe every type of music in the world that wasn't theirs. So we're talking about hundreds of thousands of types of musical genres, millions of performers, 200 and what, 65 countries. That's one sound, according to the music industry. And that actually had in the beginning of the world music scene that had a lot of issues on the social like global social justice agenda, where you'd have people from the Western world would come in and be able to exploit gaps in the marketplace such as like not having uh license rights in areas a lot of areas of africa and we saw groups uh that would take samples that were there was no license or no creative commons artists didn't have it often these uh, samples were or these uh, these uh compositions which ended up being sampled by electronic musicians Mm -hmm. or in other contexts made people really rich and what happened to people in africa nothing so world music had a lot of problems and you know, this is 30 years ago, so a lot has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also what we need instead of world music is something that's actually designed um, upon principles of global social justice. Cross-cultural exchange mm-hmm. and creation. I think that's what you've been doing with all your residencies and that's working a lot and it's really creating impact when you have like different experiences, common values, but like shared shared values in different back, different backgrounds. Uh, and when you can tackle a, an issue uh, with a musician from Serbia and from Kenya and from Venezuela and from Philadelphia, this, these are all the, like, we have also musicians, like I'm from Armenia, France. We have a musician from uh, this year from Minnesota. So we're all female musicians. We all want to have more parity and more um, an input on women's rights and women's empowerment, but we all have different history. So uh, patriarchy really manifests itself in different ways from where you're from. This is why I think having like a cross-cultural court, a multicultural court is very important for these types of projects. And I think also one of the, just to add to what Savannah was saying, being able to kind of be super thoughtful about um, the values behind music creation. I mean, we know in the industry and like whatever you use, Spotify, Pandora, or any other kind of service to access your music, for all those music fans out there, this genre is really like, how does music sound, right? So what Giant Steps is trying to do in a sense is uh, create a musical language that's predicated on social justice principles. Mm-hmm rather than just the sound and what we hope we're creating and i think there's a little bit of an evidence of that and if you were for those of us who were lucky to be at the their kind of sneak preview performance last night it's very unique this music is cannot be described in you know a couple words Mm -hmm. and that's kind of the magic of what we're doing as well yes i was there and i i witnessed it so i could tell a little bit about the magic and to see all not only the musical elements and inspiration from everyone from these different places on earth, but also the different perspectives coming together and the cognitive complexity, you know, of, of where people are coming from and what they have gone through and then creating that as a collective energy and a performance is just off the charts amazing, you know, magical in a way. Is this something that is not really... Uh, 
like prevalent in America? I mean, we know of a couple other groups that okay. that have some concepts and similar, but um, in the U.S., we are, I think, the only group that it's are pretty unique. Yeah, what through um, designing, you know, international music residencies for professional artists in areas of social justice. Savannah, what made you become a musician and continue to pursue a career in music? Um, well, I love playing. I love being on stage. I just love having fun in general in, in different aspects of life. I think I like to just party. I like to take uh, like joy in everything that I can do. And, and in general, I, I think music is a great way of sharing that, that joy and that energy. Uh, that I have inside me So I've been playing uh, since I'm a kid I didn't know I would become a professional musician I knew I would keep on playing And I did my studies in music And also in cultural management To to have this other aspect Because I love also organizing stuff Like, yeah, leading project And not necessarily musically But like musical projects So I worked in music venues in France And also in the education sector Music education But... Yeah, I've, I've always played on the side and it uh, it became that my main musical project started growing, growing, becoming more professional and touring more. So this is a big part of my life now. So it kind of happened like that just because of my passion for music. <laughs> I could definitely see that on stage last night. You were started off on the accordion and then you went to keys and then you went <laughs> to vocals and flute and you're dancing. And <laughs> yeah. It's like just embodying every aspect of music and fun. And <laughs> I still don't play string instruments, though. This is one thing that guitar, violin, like bass. There's stuff. still time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What kind of flute was that you were playing? That was a chevy, which is like an Armenian shepherd's flute, like the most popular or flute that shepherds used to play in the mountains to call their cattle. That's what mm -hmm. you say, like they're the sheep. And so that's kind of a flute to guide the animals in the mountain. That was beautiful. Yeah. And then you incorporate education with musical ability. Is that what you said? Tell us a little bit more about that. Um, yes, because, well, I think in any aspect like not only musicians but any professionals or anyone who has a vocation the mentorship is very important and I really value the mentors I had in my life whether they are music educators or my parents or specific teachers that triggered stuff in me that made me pursue something or be very aware of certain certain principles in life and I know the effect it had on me so I think it's very important that I give back what I know if if I know a little thing I think I should I shouldn't hesitate to transmit it even though I know I, I will always have more experience and more experience but the little experience I have in 28 years it's very important I think any every musician should be conscious about this yeah so this is why I moved to Armenia to start developing preschool music education in Armenia because I did preschool music education when I was a kid I started music thanks to Uh, an informal like that, that's a long story but but basically I started music when I was two years old kind of by chance I know it shaped me for my whole life and I worked in a school in France and I was seeing all these methodologies and uh, in for like little kids even babies and I you know as Drew said that it's gonna affect the development of a child and in Armenia that didn't exist so I was at I, I said okay we need to to bring that 
give the opportunity for kids to get creative from the youngest age, be open, uh, collaborate with a group, just the, the finding a common beat. Mm -hmm. It's already a work, a collective work in itself. Mm -hmm. And um, creating a common beat, it's also, it's musical, but that in a community you have to, yeah, find a common, how can I say, be on the same page, work together. Mm -hmm. music, common ground. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think collective music is a great, um, like an, an ensemble or an orchestra is a great metaphor of how a, a collective or a community can work in harmony and peace. There's a yeah. lot of deeper layers that happen when you're yes. learning music together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's exactly, that's true. And when you're studying music early on it's much easier even if you're learning piano or reading music it's much easier to pick it up later in life you know and you already have foundation so mm -hmm. that's amazing and so you have been putting out music recently i have a couple of uh records with my band and i have a, a third or third album will come out this year so yeah i'm doing that and of course we're creating a lot of music with this collective and we will record them so there will be a available i think online in the next months or something who are some of your influences in your current music right now oh okay uh well i'm kind of a product of west and east so i've grown with a lot of folk music armenian folk music uh, but also growing up in paris and in like a very multicultural urban city I, I've listened to hip hop since I'm a very like uh, I'm a teenager. I I love uh, French chansons and their texts and the power of text. And you know, I think now the thing I listen to a lot now it's like Tuareg, like Saharan music. Mm. There's just a drive, a trance, and something so simple and so powerful that I really love. This, that's what I'm been digging now. There is an artist called Bombino from Niger that I, I'm just obsessed this couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Tell us about what's happening this week and this upcoming performance and what's on the horizon for Music Action Women. Okay, so, yeah, Drew, thanks to Drew's, <laughs> we're all here. We are um, six musicians from Singapore, Serbia, the US, Venezuela, uh, Armenia, And we're creating together original composition, tackling issues uh, um, regarding women's rights, a motherhood, or uh, following your dreams, or being able to do what you want and not having change just because of your gender, for instance. So we talk a lot. We have sessions, workshops with women's leadership experts, uh, storytelling experts, compo composers. And of course, we have a lot of time to rehearse. To Everyone came to this residency with a rock material like a raw composition something and so we all develop it putting our input and our different backgrounds uh, we're going to finalize kind of a repertoire this week and next beginning of next week then record all of them and we're working each of us on our mission statement of what we want to do why what we can take from music action women for our own communities and our own yeah input as a female musician uh And so we will we will deliver like, we'll give a series of um, community concerts next week in women's shelters uh, and these types of uh, settings. Drew yeah, can we'll say be, more. Um, 
we'll be out there in the community at St. Anthony's Foundation at Walden House and at a women's shelter called a Women's Place. That's mm-hmm. on Wednesday, and then we're all of this new music that Savannah is talking about. Uh, Final show. We will then debut to our fans here in San Francisco at this awesome, intimate listening room in the mission called Red Poppy Art House. And find us, uh, our social is at G-Steps Music. You can check out their website. You can go to at G-Steps Music for more information. It's an amazing time to celebrate women right now. And I just want to say thank you for... The show you did last night and everything that you are doing for the community and for women around the world, it just takes, you know, action and it takes uh, inspiration and role models for the momentum to keep going. So it's it's and it's really inspiring to me and just want to thank you guys for both what you're doing. Thank you, girls. <laughs> I'm going to call everyone girls today, actually, for International Women's Day. Just let you know. And uh, I just hope that everyone listening can continue the momentum here with Giant Steps Music. Hey, I just want to say uh, thanks so much, Rochelle, for uh, hosting us today. Mm-hmm. Thank you also for what you're doing for Giant Steps Music. Everyone out there, Rochelle, is volunteering a lot of her expertise and time to help us out. So we're really appreciative of that. Thanks. And I just want to say thanks also for inviting us here on International Women's Day. So to all our listeners, all the mothers, the daughters, sisters, you're beautiful. Keep doing it. Everything that you do every day. Thank you so much. Thank you.